0: You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 92. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. I'm sure you've heard the old saying, time flies when you're having fun. But have you ever thought about why it flies so quickly? And what does it take for you to have fun in your business? In other words... Do you know what it takes for you to be in the zone or in the flow? Well, most likely, you don't. And if so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't know what it takes to be in their business flow. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because They've never really viewed the topic of being in the flow or in a flow state as something that they can get into at any given time in order to fully engage and enjoy the activities that they're doing and to keep their attention to the point where they lose track of time. You see, the flow state is the experience of being so absorbed by engaging and enjoyable tasks that your attention is completely held by it you generally lose a sense of time, self-consciousness, and anything that doesn't have to do with what you're doing. And once you learn how to get into the flow state, you get more done in less time, and you like what you're doing. So what do you do? Well, you really have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn how to find your business flow. And that's what we're going to talk about today how to get so absorbed in what you're doing that it becomes effortless effort. In other words, it just flows. <laughs> so if you're ready to understand how to get into the flow state, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to find your business flow? Well, Think of it this way. We've all had a day in the office where everything just went well. Maybe you worked on a proposal and it was easy. Or or maybe you had a meeting with a prospect and everything just clicked. As a result, they became a client. But what if you could get into the flow state going into creating the proposal or before the meeting and you just knew it was going to go well? And... What if you did it over and over again? It was just easy. Now, picture your business being a a series of activities that just flow. You know what you need to do. You know how to get into the right mental state of mind. And you just do it. You would not only have a great day, but a great week, great month, and get this, a great year. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. Because I wanted to help you to understand that if you want things to flow better, it's just a process. So what we're going to do is three things in this podcast. First, understanding your business flow state so that you can understand what business flow states look like. Second, the top five ways to get into the zone so that you have a process for getting focused. And third, why you need to be in the flow so that you know how a flow state can help you. Now, before we jump into those three things in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew and understood how to get into the flow state? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. (music) Understanding your business flow state. In order to fully understand what can put you into a flow state while you're running your business, I think it's important to start at the beginning. The beginning of where the entire concept began. You see, in the late 1980s, a new type of psychology entered the scene. It was called positive psychology. Now, positive psychology focuses on positive events and influences in in your life, including positive experiences like happiness, joy, inspiration, and love, as well as positive states and, and traits like gratitude, resilience, and compassion. You see, positive psychology is also defined as the science and study of life's positive qualities, such as well-being, happiness, satisfaction, and the ability to thrive in our day-to-day lives. The field studies what goes into building a a life of purpose, rich with meaning that that allows the individual to, to flourish in whatever they do. Now, what are the studies in positive psychology is the concept of what is known as the flow state. Or another way to look at it is getting into the zone. A lot of research on this has, has explored how the brain changes when entering a flow state in a, in a way that minimizes distractions, maximizes productivity and performance, and it eliminates procrastination. So if you're procrastinating, you're not in the flow state. You see... A flow state of mind spontaneously happens when when we become immersed in the activity that we're doing and we're so completely immersed in it that we literally lose track of time and that's the point when you look up at the clock and you realize wow an hour has gone by or two or three now what does this have to do with you and your business well when you can put yourself into a flow state into that state of mind you'll find that you can be more accomplished in less time and enjoy what you're doing even more. In other words, everything just flows. So let's look at an example of what one of my advisory clients saw during a a group coaching session years ago when it comes to the topic of finding your flow. The awareness of flow. Years ago. During one of my group coaching sessions, we were discussing the topic of turning strangers into clients with what I refer to as the nine-step client acquisition process. And after I explained the details of each of the nine steps, I role-played it (laughs) as the advisor with one of the group members who was the prospect. Now, one of the advisors after my initial role-play said something that was interesting to me. He said, quote, you made it sound so natural, unquote. He paused and then, then added, quote, I need to find my flow, unquote. What he was referring to was being, being able to seamlessly respond to anything that the prospect might say in order to take them down a path to help them to understand why they would want to accept my recommendations and ultimately want to buy. You see, when you can do this after a lot of practice, you'll naturally find your flow. In other words, it goes back to the basic definition of of being in a flow state, which is really, as one person put it, effortless effort. In other words, it's just easy. You don't even think about it, you're just in the zone. So let's take a look at how you can find your flow when it comes to just one example in your business which is your pipeline. Finding the clock. We all have a clock or two or three and maybe even four in our pipeline. It might be getting the first appointment or securing a second appointment which is really the closing appointment when you're closing the sale. In other words, to find your pipeline flow, you have to be honest with yourself and find your clocks. That's the first thing. The best way to do this is to ask yourself, what would need to happen in order for me to find new business? The easy answer might be, I need to prospect. But let's just say for the sake of argument, let's assume that you're prospecting right now. And then you need to figure out where your clog is in the pipeline. This reminds me of Rob, a great financial advisory client of mine, who years ago wanted to talk about his pipeline. It just wasn't clicking. He would prospect, but he wasn't putting people into and through the pipeline. So I asked him, I asked him the simple question, what part of the pipeline has the biggest clog? Since he already understood the four stages of the pipeline, which are, Stage 1, the initial contact. Stage 2, the first appointment. Stage 3, the second appointment, or closing appointment. And stage 4, referrals. He could easily explain to me where he thought the biggest clog was, which in this case was stage 3, the close. So, we went to the next step. Unclogging the Pipeline At this stage, it's important to figure out specific solutions for your specific challenges. An example would be if your clog is not getting the first appointment, then possibly your solution is to learn how to handle objections better. However, if your clog is not being able to explain your recommendations in an easy way to help prospects understand terms, and you seem to be confusing the prospect, then your solution is, Maybe story-based selling, the art of using metaphors, analogies, and stories in order to connect better with prospects and clients. See, the point is, you may need dedicated direction at figuring out your weaknesses and doing what it takes, whether it's some kind of training or coaching or, or find a mentor or whatever it is, to assist you in mapping out a plan to turn your weaknesses into strengths. And eventually... Unclog your pipeline, or clear out the clogs. So back to the story. After more questions, we determined that the cause of Rob not closing was the format that he was using when he was trying to do his closing appointments. It just wasn't working. So I explained the psychology of closing the second appointment, which is a step-by-step process for helping prospects want to buy. Then, we worked out the steps. So, the next day, we had a group coaching session, and Rob wanted to role-play it with someone in the group. Somebody playing the role as the prospect. He role-played that for 35 minutes, and along the way, I would stop him, and I'd explain to him, you know, I'd ask a better question here, to pull the prospect in, or whatever it was in the situation. But after 35 minutes and really role-playing this, he got the process and was ready for the appointment. The next week, he came into the group and announced it was easy. In fact, the prospect didn't even have an objection. So, we went to the next step. Perfecting the Process When my client pointed out that I sounded natural, I quickly assured him that I didn't always sound this way. It had taken years of perfecting the process. But you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Simply learn what has worked for so many other advisors and agents. Customize the process to make it sound like your your own. And then practice and role play with somebody that you trust. And ask for feedback so that you can make additional tweaks to, to smooth everything out. And you'll get it. It just takes time. Now back to the story. Each week, Rob would report to the group that he closed another prospect until I finally had to tell him to quit giving us a status report. (laughs) You see, that's because he closed 20 out of 21 people, and I pretty much expected him to close each time. But it doesn't stop there. Instead, we moved on to the next clock, which he said was in stage one, the initial contact. You see, he could close people, but he wasn't getting enough people into the pipeline. He wasn't getting enough appointments to get those people in. We worked on the tools and the techniques that he needed to use in order to unclog the pipeline. Unclog stage one, the initial contact. And it didn't take him long for him to, to get a lot of appointments. And then I asked him, where was the clog Next. And he said, stage two, the first appointment. So we focused on techniques like spin selling, how to ask better questions in order to uncover the situation, the problem, the implication of not fixing the problem, and how to get the prospect to tell us the value that Rob's solution would give them. So we also focused on other techniques, and he unclogged that part of the pipeline as well. Finally, we went to stage four referrals. Now this is a tough subject for a lot of advisors and agents and wholesalers because most people do it wrong. And after teaching Rob the process, he knew that he had he had been like most advisors. He was doing it the wrong way. He was doing an advisor-centered dialogue instead of a client-centered dialogue. But when he applied the client-centered referral dialogue, he started getting referrals. His pipeline was unclogged, and his prospecting process just flowed. Turning on the faucet. Most advisors know that winging it doesn't work. That's why it's so important to to use the preceding steps that I've mapped out to unclog your pipeline and build a better connection with prospects and, and clients. When you take the time to understand what is not working how you can work smarter and apply what you learned, you not only help yourself, but you help prospects and clients alike because they feel more relaxed and confident because you're more relaxed and confident. Now, this was just one example of creating a a business flow state. And for Rob, he realized that if he focused on the process, applied the tools and techniques, and learned from his mistakes, moving people into and through the pipeline was actually fun and we all know time flies when you're having fun the top five ways to get into the zone as you can tell from the previous story Rob was in the zone he understood what to do focused on doing it and his success Well, that just kept driving more success. But how do you get into the zone when it comes to anything in your business? Well, the science behind getting into the zone or getting into a flow state isn't guaranteed. But you can increase your chances of getting into the zone or into that flow state if you follow any of the five ways to get into the zone that I'm about to show you. You see... You've got a much better chance of getting into the zone if you use these ways and then if you don't. And also, the more ways that you apply, the higher probability that it'll work. So let's take a look at each of the ways and how they apply to your business. Number one, create a crystal clear goal. So goals in and of themselves are not going to get you into the zone or into the flow state. But part of getting into the flow state means that you're working on some kind of specific task for a specific amount of time and that you have a specific outcome in mind. In other words, you have a goal. Knowing exactly what you want to achieve gives you purpose and it gives you focus. In other words, you're doing this activity for a specific reason, for a specific time frame, and you either achieve the goal or you don't. Now, the great thing about creating a crystal clear goal is that you know what you're trying to accomplish. And also, it gives you a sense of control. And remember, when you feel in control, you've got a higher likelihood of of getting into the flow state. Take, for instance, a tool that I teach my clients. It's called the Bottom Line List. See, this tool is designed to create structure into the day. It works by having you focus on one activity for 45 minutes and then taking a 15-minute break. The first activity is prospecting. So, if you use this tool, you know that the goal is to prospect for 45 minutes. Also, if you take a page out of Rob's book from the previous story, you also know what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, and how to handle objections during the prospecting time. You see, if you stick to this for 45 minutes, you accomplish the goal. <laughs> Let's go to the next way. Number two, create a challenge that matches your skill sets. I'm a big believer that if you create a the right type of challenge, you'll be more willing to stay focused. Here's what I mean. I tend to create a game out of a number of business activities in order to to keep activities that could seem boring a little more exciting. When you give yourself a challenge or a sub-challenge to a task and you create a reward around overcoming the challenge, you tend to get into the zone a lot quicker because you're focusing on winning the game. Let me explain what I mean. Years ago, one of my great financial advisory clients decided that he was going to, to use the bottom line list. His first activity of the day was to prospect. So, like I said, for 45 minutes, first thing in the morning, he would start making outgoing calls and setting appointments or trying to with brand new prospects. The the only challenge was that he was getting a lot of objections. And at first, he was translating those objections into rejection because he was taking it personally. That is until we started using the Advisor's Edge Worksheet, which is a tool that I talked about in Episode 87, the Advisor's Edge. Check out that podcast if you haven't already listened to it. You see, this tool tells you exactly what to say when you make the initial contact. So he decided to create a challenge. He was going to see how many objections he could get every day. And every time he got an objection... He put a quarter into a jar. And at the end of the day, he would count up the quarters and see if he broke his record. One day, I asked him what his record was, and he said 27 objections, or 27 quarters. Now, years later, I reminded him of that record, and he laughed. And he said, that's nothing. He gets more than that most days. See, what he was doing was he was changing his focus from one of being rejected to playing a game within the game. In other words, he was focused on the challenge of beating his record and how many objections he could get in a day and what to do when he got the objections. Because he was, in fact, getting into the flow of making outgoing calls because he was focusing on the game instead of the pain of rejection or what he used to focus on. (laughs) Let's go to the next way into the zone. Number three, make it easy to focus. Are you a night owl or an early bird? In other words, are you more focused in the morning or at night? Or, in the case of being in the office, in the afternoon? Part of making it easy to focus is knowing when you're most productive. Some people feel that they need to set appointments for the morning, while others say in the afternoon. And it reminds me of years ago, when I was a rookie and just looking for some kind of direction. See, back in the mid-90s, we had a a thing at the office that I worked at called the Squawk Box. It was a small speaker with a telephone handset on the top of it. Each week, the company that I worked for, A.G. Edwards & Sons, would have a a talk show program that they called Advisor Success Stories. Think of it as a a live call-in show. The host would interview a successful advisor, and you could pick up the handset and, if you got through, ask that advisor a question. I always listened each week, but I I never picked up the phone and I never asked a question. Instead, I would look up the advisor's number in the company directory, and I would call the minute the show was over. I did this for years with one goal in mind, and the goal was getting the inside scoop when others We're only getting the surface story. One day, I finished listening to the the million-dollar producer that was on the line explaining the secret to her success when I gave her a call to ask what the real story was. She seemed a little annoyed when she reiterated what she had said on the program. I was still shocked because it, it seemed too simple. What she explained was her secret sauce was this. She said she had two jobs. The first was, was to prospect from 8 o'clock to noon because that was when she was at her peak. And she would have prospecting meetings at that time as well. She always wanted to be adding people to and through her pipeline before noon. The second job was, was starting at 1 o'clock from 1 p.m. until 5 p.m. When she would have meetings with clients and and doing client servicing because she always wanted to keep clients that she had. But she also didn't need to be at her peak because she felt that these clients were friends. In other words, she made it easy to focus because she scheduled her toughest activity, which was prospecting, when she was at her peak, which was in the morning. And her easiest activity which were client meetings and client servicing, was when she was at her lowest, which was in the afternoon. Let's go to the next way. Number four, avoid distractions. Distractions are the enemy of the flow state. Because being in the zone or flow state and being pulled out of the, the zone or flow state by distractions just doesn't work and that's why you have to avoid distractions any way that you can one of the best ways is to put your phone on do not disturb but what if you still get distracted and you can't avoid it or you think your clients can't live without you if so you want to use a tool that I that I created called the time matrix to do I've talked about it before This tool is designed to help you prioritize distractions and any tasks that you have. And put them on the tool, which is this Excel spreadsheet, that has four columns. And they're simple. It's just now, today, this week, or whenever. But not everybody will do this. (laughs) It reminds me of Jenny, and that's not a real name. A big producer client of mine that I had years ago. She managed over a half a billion dollars, and years ago, she used the bottom line list to have structure to the day. But then she told me, quote, that tool works from 8 o'clock until 8.30, unquote. I had to ask. I said, what happens at 8.30? And she said, that's when I get distracted. You see, what was happening was she was getting interrupted by clients, and they would break her concentration. What she was really saying to me was she wasn't using the interruption tool, the time matrix to do. Now contrast that with a brand new client of mine, Joe, that's not his real name, who's a wholesaler juggling a lot of interruptions and in tasks, who said that the time matrix to do is helping him not only handle distractions, but also keeping him focused on what he needs to do, what he needs to work on. and And you've got the makings of somebody that's realizing that he's, Now, working in the zone. Let's go to the next way. Number five, creating your pre-flow ritual. All great athletes know that to get in the zone, they need to anchor themselves. Here's what I mean. If you watched a great basketball player doing a free throw, you'll notice that they probably have a ritual of how many times they dribble the ball and maybe exhale and focus and (laughs) maybe even visualize before they take the shot. Or a great golfer, ready to putt. He probably or she probably takes the same number of practice swings every single time. And the reason is, it's because they're anchoring themselves to get into the zone. By doing what's called the pre-flow ritual, see, that's why I suggest to clients that, before they get ready to prospect strangers, get mentally ready by calling one of their best clients. In fact, if you do that, you'll notice that your mood goes up and you feel confident, and that translates into your voice. And when you do that, make your first call. Years ago, I realized that I had a pre-flow ritual, and I didn't even know it. I called it, Finding my number. You see, I realized that when I I started prospecting, first thing in the morning, I was definitely not in the zone. Just the opposite. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to make those calls. That is, until I changed my focus to dials. And I made a game out of it. see, the game was me trying to to get 100 dials in 2 hours. And I also made another game out of it. 10 contacts before 10 o'clock. Either way, I could win the game. But the crazy thing was, I started recording how many dials it took me to feel good and to enjoy what I was doing. And what I realized was, it took seven dials. It didn't matter if somebody picked up the phone or not. I was excited to make the next call. So my pre-flow ritual was just to take action, record the dials, And then I found myself excited to beat the record of either dials or contacts. Well, by now, I'm sure you're starting to see that when you use some or all of these ways, you too can get into the zone. Why you need to be in the flow. So I said we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, understanding your business flow state. Check, we did that. Second, top five ways to get into the zone. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about why you need to be in the flow so that you know what's actually possible. Recently, I've been asking clients to rate themselves and their level of enjoyment from one to ten. 10 being the best. Then we've been talking about what it takes for them to increase their enjoyment. In other words, what does it take for for them to get so absorbed in the activities that they're doing that they love doing it and that they feel like it's not even work? It doesn't take them long to realize what they need to do. And when I talk about the various ways to get into a flow state, they realize how they can do it too. But the part they and you need to fully understand is why, why they and you need to get into a flow state. In addition to simply feeling good, getting in the flow state has a variety of benefits, including you'll feel in tune with and in control of your emotions. You'll increase Your satisfaction because of what you produce during the flow state tends to be its own reward. You'll also feel more engaged when it comes to your your work. You'll have more creativity because you're less self-conscious during your flow state. You'll increase your focus on what you're doing at any given time. You'll also increase your confidence that what you're working on is achievable, and you'll be accomplishing your goals. Oh, and you'll love what you do. Now, this can be as simple as making the choice that you will consciously set aside time for a specific activity, map out a specific way to get into the right state of mind or flow state, avoid the distractions, achieve your goals, and reap the benefits, knowing that you did it. You see, the secret to putting this all together is is that you have the right type of coaching to help you do it. If that's something you're interested in, simply email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com and simply write let's talk in the subject line along with a little bit about who you are and some of the challenges you have and I'll reply and we'll set up a time to talk for a free coaching session because if you do I'm confident that you will find your business flow well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's Dan at AdvisorsolutionsInc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.